and Chris, you're about to enter a place of wonder, excitement, and discovery. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Now let's see. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Romans chapter 3, verses 10 and 23. Oh, hi. I was just looking up some verses in the Bible that have to do with today's adventure. You might want to remember them, because I'm going to read them at the end of today's program. Of course, if you have a Bible handy, you can always look them up. Meanwhile, we'll get started with Adventures in Odyssey right after these messages. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at innernarnia.com. It looks like Connie and Eugene are closing up Wits End for the night. But somehow I have a feeling they're not going to be able to go home right away. The upstairs is completely secured, Ms. Kendall. Oh, thanks, Eugene. I've cleaned up down here except for, um, that man over there. He's making me nervous. Hmm, pourquoi? What? That's French for why. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never seen him before. Did you tell him it's closing time? Well, I didn't want to rush him. He's still eating his banana split. Tut, tut. You have to be assertive. You be assertive. Well, if you insist. Uh, Excuse me, sir, but I regret to inform you that the hours of normal business operation for this facility have run their course, so to speak. What? Uh, It's closing time. Oh, why didn't you say so? Huh? Uh, I'll be finished in just a minute. Since we seem to have an abundance of time, I shall employ it by counting the money in the register. Good idea. Thank you. I suppose Mr. Whitaker will be finishing his speech at the college now. Yeah, I guess. I'm rather impressed that the psychology department asked him to speak to them. It's rare that they invite non-professionals. Oh, what's a professional? But he's not a psychologist. It's not his area of expertise. Well, he knows more things about the way people are than your professors will ever find in a textbook. Hmm. Perhaps that's why they asked him to speak. To get a layman's view on the nature of man. Is he basically good or basically evil? That's the question Mr. Whitaker has to answer in 20 minutes or less. <laughs> well, I can do that in 20 seconds or less. Man is basically evil. Hmm. Thank you, Dr. Kendall. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Well, I wouldn't be one to dispute such a fine book. However, I'm more inclined to think that man is basically good. Oh, yeah? Then why is he always doing things that are bad? Well, because of his circumstances. Man is driven to do bad things by the harshness of his environment. Given half a chance, people undoubtedly Excuse will... Excuse me, all... uh, but here's your ice cream dish. Sorry it took me so long. Oh, that's all right. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah, sure. Uh, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation about whether man is good or evil. It's funny you should mention it, because I was just thinking about the same subject myself. Oh, really? Are you a psychologist? Uh, I read some psychology. Oh, and with which side of this issue would you agree? Well, I agree with you. Uh, 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 Eugene Meltzer, you may call me Eugene. Oh, thanks, yeah, Eugene, yeah. Well, man is basically good, but things happen to him that make him want to do bad things. Now, <laughs> take myself, for example. Here I am, passing through this nice little town, and what do I discover? <laughs> 
I'm short of cash. Now, look, I want to do the right thing. I want to find a job. I want to make an honest living. But that doesn't help the fact that I don't have any cash right now when I need it. Uh, oh, well, look, if you're worried about the banana split... No, no, no. It's more than the cost of the banana split. There's, there's gas to think about, uh, traveling expenses. You see, Connie, this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Eugene. No, no, no. Think of it as pure theory. Here's a good man forced to make some difficult choices based on his circumstances. Eugene. <laughs> so, what have you decided to do? Right. Well, first I take out this modest-sized gun here, and I tell you to put all the money in that cash register in this bag. Uh, you mean you, you're robbing us? Right. Uh, uh, this is Wit's End. You can't rob Wit's End. Yeah. Oh, mind you, I feel terrible about it. But, I mean, hand over the money before somebody gets hurt. Eugene? Huh? Oh. Uh, suppose we should do what he says. <laughs> Smart thinking. Uh, shall I count it for you, sir? Oh, no, just put it in the bag. Hmm. What's that? One atom three. One atom three. Please respond. Hi, Dan. Just got a silent alarm signal from Wit's End. Connie probably bumped the button again. Check it out, will you? I'm seconds away. One Adam three. Signing off. You, hold that bag open. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. What's this button here? Button? Yeah, button. Is that an alarm? Alarm? Alarm. I'm not playing 20 questions. Is that button connected to an alarm? Well, actually, it is. And did you push that button that's connected to an alarm? I push it. Do you mean, did I apply Look, pressure in the... Look, I've got six reasons here for you to quit messing around. Did you push it? Yes. Oh, you're smart. You're real smart. Well, actually, I do have several degrees in the... All right. Control All right. Study. That's it. You're not stalling me anymore. You two sit down there behind the counter and don't even peek up over the top, or you'll get more trouble than you know what to do with. i got to get out of here. Nice chatting with you. And don't come out. Yes, yes sir. Blast it, the cops. All right, you two get up. But you just said that we Forget supposed... what I said. Your little alarm worked, and now the cops are here. All right, got to think. Uh, you, brain boy, sit back down there behind the counter. But you just told me... Yeah, forget what I said. Sit down. Okay, sweetheart. You're going to be a bright girl, right? What do you mean? I'm going to hide behind the counter with Brain Boy here. That's me. The cop's going to come in, and you're going to make him think that everything's all right and make him go away. Uh -huh. You got it? Uh -huh. You push the button by accident. Okay. Now, look natural. Huh? Clean the counter or something. But it's already clean. Pretend. Boy, you two were made for each other, weren't you? We're just friends, actually. Barely. Quiet. Hi, Connie. Everything okay? Oh, <laughs> hi, Officer Kern. Uh, yeah. Why? Well, the alarm went off at headquarters. Oh, oh did it? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we figured you bumped it again. Not very likely anybody would ever rob Wit's End, uh. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, hardly. Well, since I'm here, any chance of getting a cup of coffee? If you have some left, that is. Uh, coffee? Oh, uh, <clears throat> no, we're all out. You know how much Wit hates coffee. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, gotta run. Okay, see Officer Kern. Sorry about the alarm. 
That's okay. Take care. Bye. Well, he's gone. Good. Get up, brain boy. Uh, that's Eugene. Just get up. That was a very intelligent thing to do, girlie. Well, congratulations, Connie. What for? Doing something intelligent. It's not very often you're complimented for that. Very funny, brain boy. Thank you. Lock the front door, girlie. You mean after you leave? Now. And put up the clothes sign. Hurry up. Now that the cops are gone, I got another idea. Another idea? Yeah. A nice place like this is bound to have more cash than the measly amount you had in the register. There's a safe around here, right? Safe? A square thing with a combination lock. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, are you going to tell me where it is, or do I have to persuade you with the six reasons I have loaded here? Adam 3 to dispatch. Dispatch here. Hi, Dan. What's up? Connie gave me the signal that something's wrong. The coffee line, huh? Yeah. Get some backup here immediately, but park around the west side of Wits Inn where they won't be seen. I don't know how many are on the inside or if they have weapons. I found a parked car not far from the shop. I want you to run a check on the license number. Oh, and you better call the captain. He should be here. Right, Dan. Anything else? Yes. We better get in touch with John Whitaker. Mr. Whitaker, I can't thank you enough for speaking to our group tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure, Professor Ronan. You know, I must confess I don't agree with anything that you said, but I did find it fascinating. Oh. Imagine believing that man is basically evil and only redeemed by faith. <laughs> I haven't heard such thinking in years. Well, unlike a lot of so-called psychological studies, I can only tell you what I've seen for myself and know from the Bible. Of course. Uh, what a person does and thinks is based on his heart, not his circumstances or environment. And according to the Bible, the heart is corrupt and wicked unless it's been changed by faith in Christ. Oh, yes, yes. I love it. <laughs> How very archaic. Oh, but no less true. Oh. John Whitaker? Yes. I'm Gillespie from Campus Security. Will you come with me, please? Oh, well, of course. Is there something wrong? Yes, sir. There seems to be a problem at your shop. I can assure you, sir, Mr. Whitaker doesn't keep any money in the safe. I'd like to see for myself. I'd like to know how come you knew there was a safe up here. Mr. Whitaker told me. You didn't know? You know I didn't know. Why doesn't Whitaker tell me these things? Well, I'm sure he has his reasons. Meaning? I'm not conducting this robbery too loudly for you, am I? Just show me the safe. Oh, yes. Uh, it, it's over here behind this picture. I knew there was something funny about that picture. Because it's a painting of a safe? Well, yeah. Mr. Whitaker has a rather eccentric sense of humor, you may have noticed. That. You two fact, yak more than a couple of uh, uh, yakking things. Oh. Hurry and get that safe open. You think I was here for a vacation or something? <sighs> okay. Uh, why did you come here? Uh, I was just passing through town on the way to see my grandmother. I, she lives in Utah. Well, I mean, she's trying to live in Utah. She's not in the best of health. Really? Is she old? <laughs> 97 this Thursday. Great lady. When I heard she wasn't doing very good, I threw caution to the wind. Hopped in my car and took off to help her. Well, that's surprisingly noble. Ah, what can you expect? I love the old crone. And robbing little shops along the way is the only way I can afford to get to her. You see, Connie, this man is basically good. It's the circumstances that have led him to this occasion of crime. Oh, yeah. 
I think this gentleman has made my point clearly. He'd probably be a fine, upstanding citizen if he weren't raised in such extreme poverty. But he is robbing us, Eugene, and that's wrong, no matter what kind of background he's had. You're being terribly cold-hearted about this, Miss Kendall. And the safe is open. Out of the way. Let me look. As I said, there isn't any money in there. Ah, you didn't lie. What kind of guy is your boss that doesn't keep money in his safe? Insurance papers, deeds, letters. What's this? An autographed picture of Andy Griffith? He's a big fan. Very big. I'm sorry, but I don't mind telling you that it makes me very angry. If I'm going to go to all the trouble to rob a place, I expect a little something in return. I'm really sorry. I have five dollars in my wallet. Just sit down. I've had enough of you two. What are you going to do now? I thought we'd all hold hands and sing. What do you think? I'm going to tie you up. Okay, Dan. Tell everyone to stay put until I give the word. Yes, sir. Captain O'Ryan? Oh, I'm glad you made it, Wit. Did they fill you in? Yeah. Uh, you know, both Connie and Eugene are in there. Oh, we knew Connie was. Dan here went in after they pushed the silent alarm. Good thing you put that in. Any idea of how many we're dealing with? Well, we think there's only one holdup man, and he's probably armed. Oh. We found his car parked around the corner, and there was a box of 38 caliber bullets under the front seat. The license is registered to a guy by the name of Hank Murray. You know anything about him? Petty criminal. Robs the odd convenience store, that sort of thing. Yeah. He's just out of jail on probation. Is he dangerous? Well, there's nothing on his record about violence. Carries the gun for show, mostly, but who knows? That's why we haven't stormed the place. We don't know whether to wait for him to come out on his own, or if he knows we're out here and has taken Connie and Eugene hostage, or... Well, frankly, Wit, we don't know what to think. We don't want to agitate the situation, you see. Well, do you know where they are? It looks as though they went upstairs to that room on the left. Uh, you see where the lights are? My office? Hmm. Why would he take them up there? Sure, and I wish I knew. The doors are all locked up. It's a real pickle. If we try to break through, he'll likely hear us, and there's no knowing what he'll do. I only wish we had a way to sneak in. Well, actually, there is another way in. Oh, is there no? Yeah, a tunnel. It runs from my workroom in the basement to a secret entrance in the woods out back. I haven't had need to use it much. Then that's our ticket. I'll get some of the boys, and we'll head oh, over oh, to oh, this... Oh, hang on, Captain. You can't take a group of men in there. Then I'll go in. Actually, I was thinking that you and I both should go in. Bagels and blarney stones. Are you off your nut? I can't let you do a thing like that. Look, nobody knows what's end like I do. Besides, I have a plan. Ooh. We can use the tunnel and the old servant's staircase to get to my secret computer room. Computer room? What are you thinking, Wit? Well, if you don't know the place, Wit's end could be downright scary. Maybe that's the way to get him out. Are you with me? Do I have any choice? Huh. Doesn't look like it. Hey, Dan. Give me a walkie-talkie. Tell your men that whatever happens, don't come unless we say so. Even if they hear gunshots. What? We'll have more of today's adventure in Odyssey right after this. Want to 
do something wildly life-changing this summer? Then prove it. Join me, Susie Schellenberger, and more than 500 teen girls and guys as we head to Lima, Peru for our 2006 Brio Missions Trip. The trip is July 3rd through the 16th and features ministry to orphans and drama evangelism. Check out Peruvit. The registration deadline is April 1st, 2006. For information and your application, go to briomag.com. That's brio, B-R-I-O, mag.com. Briomag.com. And now, back to the adventure. Tie us up, you know. We're not going to do anything. I believe you. But it seems a shame to waste all this telephone cord. Reach out and touch, huh? Uh, just remember, sir, you can always overcome these circumstances to lead a healthy, productive life. Yeah, that's what my probation officer said right before I lifted his wallet. Oh, uh, and you should know that I lied to you. Lied? About what? My grandmother. She isn't sick. She's in the Utah State Penitentiary serving ten years for armed robbery. Then you don't need this money to help her? Oh, does that upset you? I am sorry. Well, then why are you doing all this? Uh, it's a hobby. So you want to go over your theory about the goodness of man again, Eugene? I don't believe it. Believe it. You kids secure now? Yes, my fingers are getting quite numb. Thank you very much. I think mine's a little loose. Eugene! How about that? Much better. Good. That's been nice doing business with you. Oh, don't get up. I'll see myself out. <laughs> hey. Hey, what happened to the lights? You want some kind of timer or something? Maybe we'd forgot to pay his electric bill. Don't be a clown. Something's going on here. Is there another alarm button? Is that what it is? You pushed it again. The cops are waiting, right? We've been with you the entire time, and no, there isn't another alarm button. I don't like this. Huh. There's nobody on the street. Oh. Oh. What was that? Somebody's... Somebody's coming! That's highly improbable. You locked all the doors, remember? Don't come any closer. I've got a gun. I mean it. I've got a gun. What was that? Where did that come from? Well, it wasn't any laugh I recognized. You're pulling some kind of trick. We're tied up. How can we pull any tricks? Those sounds didn't come from the hall. They were... They're back here somewhere. Behind that bookcase. What's behind there? A wall. Yeah, right. All right. I'm getting out of here. Where's the back door to this place? Well, that depends on whether you want to go through the kitchen, the stock room, or the theater. The theater would probably move Pick more in the one. Theater. I don't care. Well, the staircase at the back of the Bible room would be quicker, Eugene. I believe the theater is his best bet. Will you two cut it place. out? Just tell me how to get out of here. The theater. The Bible room. Theater. All right. All right. I choose, uh, I choose the Bible room. How do I get out? See. Don't be smug. Will you just give me the directions? Verbally? Wait, I never would have believed this place if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. Computers, TV monitors. It's like my son's bedroom. This is the control center of the shop. Good. He's headed for the Bible room. Now that we've introduced ourselves with a few sound effects, just to test our friend's nerve, let's see if we can get him to empty his gun. He has six bullets in that chamber if it's fully loaded. What do you mean, empty his gun? He left the two youngsters in your office. Now that he's alone, I think we should call the boys in. No, 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 not yet. If he comes out and sees the police, he might start shooting out of panic. No, we have to wait for the right moment. 
If he's as nervous as I think he is, I may be able to get rid of his bullets. And how would you be doing that, Whit? By giving him some target practice. I'm not sure I like the sound of this. Better a few fixable targets than real people, right? I see what you mean. Well, now if you just step through there and untie Connie and Eugene, I think they can help me welcome our friend to the Bible room. dark in here. Where are the lights? Ah. They're not working. I don't like this. No lights. Now, the exit should just be straight ahead if I can feel my way along. Hello. Welcome to the Bible room. A place of fun and excitement. What? Who's that? Don't try anything funny. I have a gun. There are a number of delightful displays for you to enjoy here. And we know that in God all things work. Gotcha! Congratulations. You just shot our talking mirror. What? Is that you, girly? Where are you? Come out here where I can see you. You've got to be kidding. Am I Goliath, a dog that And that was the David and Goliath display. Brain boy. What kind of game are you playing? Show your face. We have other displays for your enjoyment and instruction. There's the wall of Jericho. And the Elijah display. What else? This is some kind of loony bin. Actually, that was Tiny the Elephant, part of the Noah's Ark display. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to crack. Well, I won't do it. I won't. You people must be out of your minds. You, you, what kind of maniacs are you? The kind who have better things to do than rob innocent shops. I hate to mention it at a time of such emotional stress, but your gun is obviously a make with only six reason chambers. So what? You've used five. You only have one reason left. Yeah? Well, don't get any ideas. Try anything funny and you might get the last bullet. Now, where's that exit? Don't get so excited. It's straight ahead. See the exit sign? You can't miss it. I'm out of here. A simple job. That's all this was supposed to be. Instead, I get Burns and Allen in the fun factory. Hello? Ah! Don't move. I've got you in my sights and I'll shoot. I swear it. I won't move, but I still think you should give up. The building is surrounded by police and, well... You only have one bullet left, you know. Close your mouth, old man. Just get out of my way. They know who you are. Be quiet. Hank Murray. Stop it. Hank Murray. Stop it. Hank Murray. Hank Murray. Hank Murray. Sorry, Hank. Life-size television image, and you're out of bullets. All right, Captain O'Ryan. Okay, laddie, it's all over. What? Oh, Simple job. That's all it was supposed to be. Right. Simple. Officer Kern will see it to our fine facilities downtown. Take him out and read him his rights, Dan. Right, Captain. Just what kind of a place is this? We'll give you a tour in a few years. Okay, Connie and Eugene, it's safe to come out. Is everything all right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, thank God. Eugene? The cord shaved my wrist, but otherwise I seem to be in Did you see his face, Whit? Did you see how scared he was? Well, that was the idea. Yeah, but I never would have believed it 
You took something as fun as Wit's End and turned it into some kind of haunted house. I didn't. It was just like we tell the kids. They'll get out of it what they put in. They put in childlike innocence, and that's what Wit's End is. Hank Murray put in fear and suspicion, and that's exactly what he got back. It all depends on the state of one's heart. Neatly summarized, Mr. Whitaker. Thank you. Well, you nearly scared the stuffing out of me when you did the whole business with the footsteps in the hall and then that crazy laugh. Footsteps? Wet. Come on, that was you, right? You did that crazy laugh. What crazy laugh? Wet. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the verses I told you about at the beginning of the program? Well, here they are. Ecclesiastes 7.20 There is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and never sins. Jeremiah 17.9 The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Romans 3.10 There is none righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Sure clears up the debate about whether people are basically good or evil, doesn't it? But even though we're all sinners, faith in Jesus washes away our sins and makes us completely clean. If you haven't asked him to come into your heart, why not do it right now? You'll be glad you did. And when you do, write to me here in Odyssey and tell me about it, okay? The address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of today's broadcast as well. It's called Hold Up. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris. Hope you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.